0: Hello, I'm Joshua Vickery. And I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community.
1: On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts
0: presence? On each episode, we'll introduce you to guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the heart, with a capital A-R-T. Yes, it is, Mary. (laughs) Hi, Joshua. (laughs) How are you, my friend? Fantastic. I like that new music that we had today. I know. We're changing it up, Tom. Super cool. Moving on up. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what's that's still kind of a jazzy, Uh you know, cool jazz style, but but different. Yeah, take two. Yeah, let us know how you like it, listeners. <laughs> Do you miss the old thing? Have you? Were you ready to sing along with us? Uh, so Mary, I missed you last week. I know. Where were you? Uh,
1: where was I last week? No, you week?
0: were here. I was the one Tell <laughs> <laughs> so You had a cool experience at the Fashion Square
1: Mall. I did. Uh, Jason and I went to the Bronze Kingdom. Uh, we just decided to take a walk in Fashion Square to see what was going on in there. And there's a gallery there. Mm. And all of the artwork is made of bronze and it's magnificent. It's large. It's all from Africa. And then they had a few local artists who had work in there. We noticed Everett Sproul, some of his work, which Mm. you see around Mm town. And as a matter of fact, uh, out of the blue, we were talking about Everett yesterday. He gave us a call last night. It turns out that he is now curating the blue bamboo art Oh, and asked Jason to put some of his work there. Um, But I highly recommend going to the Bronze Kingdom because I've never seen work like that before. It is enormous. It I don't know who would buy it where you'd put it and probably not in a home if you have a kingdom I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are some homes that can have those big i've said what you're talking about they're beautiful yes yes well and speaking of uh, blue bamboo chris cortez they just had another big article in the paper just celebrating the new works that they're doing do jazz at, at Blue Bamboo. That that place is really taken it off. Really,
1: aren't you happy for him? I
0: really am. What a good guy. He mm-hmm. and his wife both are just fantastic people. And All really, right. you know, they're people who had a passion, people who saw yes. something was missing yes. and did something about it. And it's and
1: really working out. Tell uh, our listeners about Blue Bamboo if they're not even sure what that is. It's yeah, possible. so Blue
0: Bamboo is actually uh, in Winter Park. On Kentucky. On Kentucky mm-hmm. Avenue. And it was a warehouse that they transformed into a live uh, space and it's almost like a live studio space because they can do live performances mm-hmm. so it seats about 90 to a hundred people mm-hmm. but then they also have the recording quality to be able to get the live um, audio and the live video for for musicians for, for each
1: of the performances yeah in fact they're all taped and recorded and if i remember correctly chris was very proud to tell us he designed the sound in there and put it in himself because it, he he was very specific in what he needed and wanted for top quality
0: yeah and it started out just for basically for jazz music mm-hmm. but as it's grown in the last couple of years now there's all genres of music and, and things that are happening and almost every single night they have they have something going on and and most of the times they're selling it out that's fantastic and they also give away free popcorn they do free popcorn? They do free popcorn. All That's, this
1: time, no one's told me that? Yeah, free popcorn. You <laughs> should You should go check it out, Mary. <laughs> I'm here
0: for the popcorn. So I, I was out last week because I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And it was wonderful. Um, but I just wanted to mention, it was really cool. You know, I always, um, and our guest, I'm sure, is this way too, as well as you are, Mary. But we, wherever we go, we're always looking at arts and culture. We're seeing what they offer and what they have and what their needs are and all that. And so I was on an island, Barbados, which is the farthest East Island uh, in the Caribbean. And uh, right in the heart of the town is called, uh, they have something called the Pelican Point Local Craft uh, Mall. Mm. And it's uh, all of these um, little small stores. um, And each one of them are local artisans and local artists and local galleries. And I thought that was so neat because it was right there. uh, You know, you have kind of all these tourist traps where you buy all the chapskis, you know. And then um, right there in the heart of it were all of these local the local arts and they had the Barbados Barbados Arts Council right there in the middle their their building was right in the middle and but what um, so does that I was, say able to, that
1: it they, was put, cool. they put art right in the heart of it right right, they, in, the center. right
0: in the heart of it and what was so wonderful and, and I told the lady this is that I collect magnets and postcards from wherever I travel I have so many magnets <laughs> but uh, because I was able to go here they had some handmade glass magnets by local artists Wow! and so instead of buying the one from you know the tourist shop i was able to go there and buy this beautiful magnet that was handmade by an artist who was actually there in in this in the building
1: it was so cool so a heart you said
0: no it didn't have a heart it actually had a a beautiful sea turtle that was etched into the glass and then had barbados on it yeah it was it was beautiful so it was just neat to be in a a different place and to see the importance of community and art and how it was right there in mm-hmm. the in the heart of it. I, so. love it.
1: I love that you noticed that too.
0: Yeah well I think it's I don't know how I cannot notice it it's like it's like kind of ingrained and built in now so mm-hmm. well we have a fantastic guest today. I'm very excited. Well you want to tell us about him?
1: Well what I love is that our guest today is one of the first guests we've ever had on the show back mm-hmm. when we did it in television mm-hmm. and we've witnessed his growth in our community and his contributions and we've all benefited from it if you've ever been to the Enzian theater you will know why it is run so beautifully after you hear our conversation today with mr david (laughs) shillhammer greetings
2: josh and mary it's great to be here welcome sir
0: Well, and, and we, last time we had you, the last couple of times we had you in the show, you mm-hmm. were the uh, leader of the Orlando Philharmonic mm-hmm. and led that organization uh, so beautifully for so many years and built it to what it is today. 16 and years. 16 wow, years. And beautiful. then handed it off to Chris Barton as the new leader. And now you're on a fantastic, fun new journey at the Enzion Theater. So we're, we're so excited to talk to you about Uh, what you're doing there and what you're up to there.
2: Well Enzion is a great and special place and it's my favorite topic to speak about but before um, we go further I just wanted and I know you share this sentiment to pay homage and respect and love to Harriet Lake Mm. and Mm -hmm. uh, the legacy that she will be felt in Central Florida forever. Um, Such a generous lady and a spirited uh, person and she was generous to all of the arts, including Mm. Enzion. She made a major gift to Enzion Mm. to also name the woman's bathroom. (laughs) Uh, So it's the Harriet Lake uh, woman's bathroom, but she will certainly be missed. Yeah,
0: uh, and and reading all the tributes about her, uh, you know... I had no idea her age. I, I you know, she just looks so beautiful. Every even up until you know the last year, just the photos of her, she was ninety eight years old One when she passed act. away. What, and some just amazing! What a beautiful life, and she um, will be honored in, in a variety of ways. Her her legacy lives on in so many of the arts organizations. But the Orlando Ballet will be naming their new art center after Harriet Lake, so it'll be the Harriet Lake Ballet Center, which I think is so cool. Beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody <laughs> post yesterday. You might have seen this. That why don't they were saying they were tagged Mayor Dyer and said, "Can we please rename Lake, Eola Lake uh, a Harriet, Harriet Lake <laughs> 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 Harriet Lake?" Lake so we can all kindly remember. <laughs> her. You know, it's I like that. I kind of think that's really cool. Actually, it is like know, a cool idea. He said he
1: heard a story about her that. She didn't really, her husband was in real estate, know that they had money. And so after he passed away, she went to ask for a loan. Oh, <laughs> the really? Bank. She said, Well, I need money. And I went, well, really? I read you that don't, dear. As well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: She, she didn't know completely mm-hmm. that it wasn't discussed yeah. you know, with High very much, who I also had the pleasure of, of knowing when I first got here. But uh, and she exclaimed, I have to give this money away. <laughs> yes. And uh, yes. so she did. So gracious and what so a life,
0: giving, well lived, and what an example to follow for all of us, right? Like to be able to, to see the impact that she's been able to have
1: for any listeners right now that might not know what Harriet has done, especially in the arts. Why don't you tell her a little bit about how generous she's been?
0: Well, David probably can tell better than I
2: can. Well, certainly the ballet was her mm-hmm. her greatest mm-hmm. love. She just loved ballet, and she would do anything for Orlando Ballet as she has mm-hmm. as she has as done. But she loved all of the arts. She loved uh, music. She loved uh, uh, visual arts. She loved film. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I can speak to Enzion in that uh, when she made this gift, uh, she one of her benefits, if you will, was to choose a film for, I think it was the 2012 Florida Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, as lore goes, it was quite the process uh, <laughs> to get her to choose what her favorite film was to appear there. So she, she was really hands-on um, when she sponsors anything at the Orlando Philharmonic, which were the were our concert musicals. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be involved in the programming. Mm-hmm. You know, this mm-hmm. was not just a passive gift. This was mm-hmm. an active uh, gift. This mm-hmm. was an active art supporter who knew her stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, you know, wanted to have a say. And what better philanthropist, you know, can there be than one who is engaged right. in the artistic process? Because she loved it so yeah. much. She really yeah.
0: cared. Yeah. And she loved our dear friend Robert Hill. Yes, yeah. She loved did. Robert Hill. Yeah. And so he created a show of all her favorite <laughs> songs. Um, season before last and i know i know that was probably a journey and a, and a fun process to, to narrow down all of harriet's favorite songs into into one into one show but and her um, hats
1: she always donated and clothes and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff well yeah.
0: david thank you for saying that and, and thank you for bringing that up because although that was on my mind i don't know if i would have mentioned it so thank you thank, thank you for you. that so, David, tell us a little bit about the Enzion Theater. I, I just want to throw out these three words because I know you're going to use them, but film, food, and friends. How does it get any better than that, dude? Like <laughs> It's it's
2: a perfect um, moniker, if you will, of, because we show great film. We have great food uh, at our Enzion uh, bar and, an Eden bar and restaurant, and we have great friends. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful place for friends to gather. And we I've just been amazed at the people who come to films and they arrive early. They might have a beverage outside. They'll go in and they can, it's one of the few dine-in theaters that, at least non-profit independent art cinema house uh, theaters that have dine-in food as well. But what I really enjoy is people coming out of the theater and taking a seat or a table at Eden area. And I hear them debate the film. I love it. I hate it. Perfect, you know. <laughs> let, let the conversation begin because right. that's what film is. Does it really makes you think? Mm. And everybody thinks differently about certain films, and uh, that's what I really enjoy is um, people's perspectives and their enjoyment or insights. You know that you might not have one might not have thought of uh, on one's own, and then somebody will say something. Really, you know, it's mm. just it's a really inspiring place to be because people are engaged again in in the in the it. Mm-hmm. And you can eat at the Eden Bar restaurant. You can also eat it while you're watching the
0: movie. Oh yes, right? so, so you can combine a, all three of those at once.
2: Once we have wonderful servers who are all dressed in black and do a great job of being out of the way, but you know they're there to take your order and refill your beverage, and um, uh, and they do just a terrific kind of stealth job at, at serving the, the patrons and I we love have your ha- shout out
1: to your servers because mm-hmm. I notice that every time I'm there what a great job they do they do the stealth is the great word too mm-hmm. they're, they're on it they see what you need before you see it they try to get out of the way and just give you your experience
2: it's we've had such a banner year if I may just pivot but it's mm-hmm. is relevant to what we're speaking about because it seats 200 and t- 220 people mm-hmm. and it's not like a regular restaurant where people straggle in you know two at a time or four at a time 220 people want to eat simultaneously. (laughs) They are ordering their food. And so the kitchen and the staff have to work so closely. And this, we've had just a banner fiscal year. We had five enormous blockbusters for us. Uh, The Florida Project, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, RBG, the documentary about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and now Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary about the 50th anniversary of the Mr. Rogers Show. And all five have had multi-week sellouts. Every single show. In fact, you know, this is the best ticket selling year that in Enzion's history right wow, now. Wow, that's incredible! And and that just that's just a part of what we do. But just sell out after sellout after sellout after sellout, after sellout um, has been just incredible to to watch. And the passion that people have not only for the films but for the Enzion experience. Are is, you
1: getting like, a lot of first time Enzion viewers now too? Um.
2: Yes. Yes. Um especially for these blockbusters. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's start with Florida Project because it was set in Florida. I won't go into the whole uh, movie because I'd be here all day (laughs) discussing it, but it's a Florida shot film. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of people for that particular film were there for the very first time for sure. Um, I think Moe would Be My Neighbor has had a similar uh, impact on people who just love Mr. Rogers, you know, of a certain age, <laughs> we grew up with Mr. Rogers, and everybody wants to kind of relive that, sure. and uh, in my Curtain speech, I, I say many things in the Curtain speech, but, you know, I, everybody thinks that their generation were, were the good old days, and, and in this case, I say from the stage, these were the good old days, mm. that Mr. Rogers presided over this civility and humanity that is so needed in this world today, and... Was such a gentle soul with children. And it was, you know, I hate to say this, a simpler time. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it just was so amazing. And it is uh, what I call a, a comedic tear jerker. Mm-hmm. Because it is really, really funny, but it's so poignant at times. It just makes you cry. And I've seen it five or six times, oh, and I, can't I cry wait to see it. all the time through <laughs> it. So, well, speaking um, of
1: time, we're just about out of this segment, okay. but we are coming right back. <laughs> okay. So hold tight because I want to hear more about that. Thank you for listening to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson-Hunt. I'm here with my co-host, Joshua Vickery. And today, we are interviewing David Schilhammer, And we're having a wonderful conversation about all things Enzian. Enzian is one of the golden treasures of our community. And we're listening now a little bit about what else is there. Tell us more about your programming that's there, David.
2: Well, thanks for setting me up, Mary. In (laughs) in addition to the feature films that I just mentioned, we are an incredibly busy uh, theater. We show anywhere from three to five films every single day. Uh, so you know, keeping it open and get, and finding new ideas and new programming concepts keeps bringing in more and more people, and we keep expanding. But um, right now, I just left the theater, and where our summer camp Kid Fest is going on, and uh, you know, dozens of of young kids are learning how to make films, learning the art of filmmaking. We call it film literacy, you know, where you learn how to act, and then you learn how to you know make a movie with an iPhone, and you learn editing, you learn scoring, you know. So by the end of the 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 couple of weeks each each group has made a film so, and it's a really incredible process that I I really enjoy and I just and I came from that. But tell
1: us a little bit more about the logistics of that. How many students for how many weeks?
2: Uh, it's two weeks, mm-hmm. um, and there are about I think we have twenty four students. And we try to. You know, we'd love to have hundreds but mm. that wouldn't be effective and it wouldn't be a quality experience so they break into four different groups wow. so there are about six in each group who are learning all these different roles and so one person will be the producer one person is the director one person is the cast you know whatever that all the way down the line and, and, and so they by the end of it they they've learned a lot about filmmaking and that's awesome and, and do you idea. have do you have
0: other youth programs throughout the yeah, year we have
2: a youth acting program uh, my favorite is the real short teen film festival where I just can't get over the quality filmmaking by teenagers in Central Florida, we have so many submissions, and then we, from which we have to choose. We have to narrow it down, and then we have this event where we show all of the chosen films, and I just sit there and awestruck <laughs> over at the quality of these films. And when then we give real? out ju- jury awards and uh, audience awards, and uh, the the joy on their on their faces uh, when they, you know, win. And even if they're not a winner, I mean, it's it's just an incredible experience.
1: You say real short. How short is it? Uh,
2: it's f- five minutes, but we'll, you know, we'll, if it's seven, you know, we won't <laughs> disqualify it, <laughs> yeah. but nice. it's got to be short, and that's generally five minutes. Wow. And they come, and we partner with the Winter Park Public Library uh, on this, you know, collaboration is the key to everything. And they really are pushing film. Uh, literate, the words film literacy really stuck, with them. And, and it was um, they were struck by it, I guess mm-hmm. is what I wanted to say, because, you know, they're about literacy. And um, so it's a wonderful partnership. They help organize it. They help bring in the submissions. And, you know, it's a tr- real 50-50 collaboration. So I want to is give Is there any
1: kind of them. programming similar to that for adults?
2: Uh, yes. What we have, uh, we're absolutely committed to Florida uh, filmmakers and specifically Central Florida and regional filmmakers. So once a month, we have something called Film Slam, And filmmakers from the region uh, submit shorts uh, to Film Slam, and they are shown uh, on a Sunday afternoon. And again, there's a a winner every single month. Okay, And we're talking 10 to 12 shorts every single month. The winners of each go to something. uh, And these are, again, all Central Florida filmmakers. The winner of each of those months goes to something we call brouhaha, and it is the best of Film Slam. Mm-hmm. And so it, you, then if you make it to Brouhaha, the winner of Brouhaha is automatically qualifies to be in the Florida Film Festival. Wow. So I love to tell the story, if I may. Uh, uh, Barry Jenkins, um, I'll, I'll figure, uh, remind you who he is in a moment, was a student at Florida State. And he submitted films to the Florida Film Festival. He won Film Slam. He won Brewaha. He won, so he was in the Florida Film Festival. And he won an award, a prize at the Florida Film Festival, and he gone on, and he was the director of Moonlight, which won the Academy Award wow. You wow. Know, two years ago. And so we feel like we can play a, a role in an arc, if yes. you will, by nurturing local and regional uh, filmmakers. And so that's something we're we're really proud of that that we do. And not
0: that I want to get away from some of these other programs that you want to know about, but tell us a little bit about the Florida Film Festival because that's something you hear about a lot here in Central Florida. But what, what, what is that?
2: You know, we, well, we have four film festivals. We have the South Asian Film Festival, the Jewish Film Festival, our second year of a diversity film festival, and, of course, the granddaddy of them all is the Florida Film Festival. It's a 10-day marathon um, film festival. We received 2,000 submissions this year uh, from which we chose 181 films. So it's a highly competitive Film, just interestingly enough, eighty-seven of the films this year were by women filmmakers. Wow, i was going to ask you about that. That's double from when I started two years ago. So that glass ceiling is being broken, that's at least great. in this part of you know. And, and I just love watching the films Are from the eye of a, of a female mm-hmm. um, because it's a totally different voice mm-hmm. that you have. And mm-hmm. like, let's take Lady Bird for example, which was. Um, um, uh, uh, Eleanor Coppola, who was 81 at the time, and she it was her first film in like 20 years. But you know, it's it's a women-driven film. It's a mother-daughter-driven film, and just I just love the voice of of the, of hearing the voice of the woman. There was another one called Paris Can Wait, um, and uh, was by a woman filmmaker. Um, I'm sorry. That was Eleanor Coppola. Please forgive me. Um, and uh, it's called Paris Can Wait, and it's Diane Lane and Alec Baldwin. Oh. And we've heard enough from Alec Baldwin's eyes, you know. And so it's it's a Diane Lane film. Uh. Alec Baldwin just happens to be in it from time to time. And so I thought that was really interesting uh, as well. Um, so you know women are, are making are making a, a difference.
1: And what difference do you see that making in our society with women having more say in these films?
2: Diversity in voices is so critically important that's why I really you know I'm proud to have kind of created the diversity Film Festival because we you know have, different voices, different um, communities who are uh, doing it. And then we also have what we call real, our representation, diversity in film as part of the Florida Film Festival. And so we hi- highlight those, and we have a generous corporate sponsor who believes in diversity in the workforce, who loves to sponsor this because it's what they believe. Want to give it, them a shout-out? Um, thank you, to. Uh, we've had sponsors both Hilton Grand Vacations mm-hmm. and Wy- Wyndham Grand Vacation nice. Club uh who have been sponsors of either the diversity film festival or the real representation and they they, they work together um really well on it and uh it's it's those it, we are diverse just naturally it's like we don't have to work at it yeah. It just we pick the best films and um they happen to have diverse voices when i when we showed um i'm not your negro um, last year, it was such a powerful film. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just came, and just eyes were opened. It was, you know, uh, seen through James Baldwin. It was a documentary about James Baldwin, who survived the uh, race, uh, civil rights race. you know, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. He was contemporary of, of his, and he lived, you know, and so he saw how far we came, and then how far we haven't come. Mm-hmm. And um, we showed another film called long time coming during the florida film festival was about a 1955 little league game um that took place here in orlando and just i'll be brief uh, the pensacola jc's was an all african-american team in the state of florida and this was to go to the little league world series in in pennsylvania and nobody would play them every team forfeited along the way and so they made it to the finals and the other team in the finals was the orlando kiwanis And there was an enormous debate that you know you can look into the archives of whether Orlando should play. The coach quit, and the the players voted to play the game All in the, Orlando. Both teams? Yeah, and so doesn't matter. Orlando did win the game and went on to the Little League World Series. But that's not the point. Yeah, is that. We we were a progressive city before we were a progressive city, <laughs> and uh, so we invited back. We had twelve of the ball players uh, in attendance six six African American and six Anglo, and I was had the privilege of conducting the Q and A after the documentary. But it chronicles their you know and just talking to them about the experience. It's it's with them every day. I have to ask you this:
1: Did one of their stories stick out in your head as to how it affected their life?
2: Um, for, first of all, it was directed by John Strong, who is a local local filmmaker, an uh, Orlando-based filmmaker. I I just the pain remains at, on the part of the Pensacola JCs, and the joy remains from Orlando Kiwanis. and we had. Mayor Dyer and almost all of the city commissioners on on opening night there because it was a, a proud moment for orlando and again, I had twelve ball players on the stage to do a mm. q and a and fortunately, I play ball <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you just ask them you know, different questions you know what what do you, what do you remember a, a great play that you made mm-hmm. and they the game is so embedded in their memories that they can remember almost like every inning and what happened and uh, it was you know, anyway, so we're, uh, the point is is that we're, the films we show illuminate um, issues in the world, and that's what we're really, really proud of, is that we can bring these issues to light and make bring attention to it, like the Florida Project, and I won't belabor it, but it was about working poor and the homeless here in central Florida, an enormous issue for this community that hasn't been well addressed, and I'm not trying to point anybody out, but it's got to be a, a FEMA um, state, county, community-based problem, and not everybody's working on the same page, and so these people are just, you know, just homeless, and living day-to-day in these motels, and uh, it's not a pretty picture for Central Florida, but being able to bring that issue to light, and we had a number of panels and um, discussions uh, about it, uh, and, you know, was was a really important film that that we showed. So Uh, it, it spans the Every issue that needs illumination, we're going to get to at some point. I love that you say the word illumination or illuminate, and we talk often
0: about how art and film in this case really does open doors and facilitate conversations that are sometimes uncomfortable, right? Like so about race or about homelessness or about poverty, about all these things. If you just put it out there and talk about it, sometimes you don't really get, you don't get very far. Mm -hmm. But when you have something like a film or you have something like a a live theater piece, Mm That really softens your heart, mm-hmm. really, and gets you prepared to be able to really talk about these things. No one's being blamed. Yeah, and I it's I don't, an issue. I, and David, I don't know this, but maybe I don't think people know that that's happening as much. I know you're doing a good job of getting the word out, but you are having some really good qu- question and answers, some good yeah. conversations from community the stage, community building. Yeah, the, the Q and
2: A's have been really um, a key. For Enzion. When we announce a QA, it always sells better than the film that might be right before it or right after it. That's the same film mm. because people want the engagement again. They want to talk about the films mm. or hear people talk about the films who have been involved. And so, you know, the more we do that, the more we more we succeed. But we also differentiate ourselves from you know, uh, an AMC or, oh, or Regal. Oh, like it's the difference between yeah. fine
1: dining and a diner. I mean, my goodness, <laughs> yeah. when you yeah. go to the NZ and you're seeing truly art, not to say that other movies are not, but no. you, the experience in and of itself sets you up for but viewing it We're not going to be showing
2: Marvel films and, you uh-huh. know, any of those big blockbusters, but just, you know, Fred, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, has been in, in the top 10 films for several weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, at one point, it was tied with Solo for the highest-grossing week, um, so this is these films are not necessarily called mainstream, but they do well. Like yes. Lady Bird at Shape of Water, you know, won the Academy Award for Best Picture. And that was an independent, they mm-hmm. made film. Um, and how do you pick the films that you said, like the
0: five that have kind of been blockbusters this year? They have to be independent. Is that the the uh-huh. number one? And then and then do you have a committee that curates which which ones get? Um,
2: we have two programming directors, and then we have a programming consultant in New York who has his fingers on the pulse and is making mm. deals for us. <laughs> and, and, and Enzion is a very well known theater in the industry, so film you know distributors want it to be shown. You're at like Enzion. our
1: leading soul yet of film. Is it Whatever that yeah. would be called. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs>
2: um, but, you know, we have uh, um, Saturday matinee classics, which are sort of bucket list. They're not maybe the films that you have seen before, uh-huh. but it's like a s- films You've you should see before you go. Yeah. Um, and, and our peanut butter matinees on Sundays are Lawrence so Bolivia, extremely yeah. popular. The kids just love coming to Shrek or whatever film that we are showing. It's when we now have a series called Music Mondays. We have cult classics on Tuesdays. Um, we have National Ballet, uh, uh, National Theater Live, and Opera and Ballet Live on the big screen ah. as well. And people just—they love it. They just absolutely love it. So
1: people can go to nzan.org to see what you have lined up. We're going to hear more about it, but right now we do have to go on break. Thank you, David you.
0: Welcome back listeners to From the Heart on Magic 107.7 FM. This is Joshua Vickery with my very talented and beautiful co-host, Mary Thompson Hunt. And today we are here with our friend David Chillhammer from the Inseon Theater having such great conversation about film, food, and friends. And before we dive right back in, I just have to say, David, your website is just beautiful. If you are not driving a car right now, but you have access to your phone or to your computer, Go to Inzion.org and look at all of these beautiful things uh, that this organization is doing. So many different things to choose from, no matter your age or what kind of uh, things that you like from opera to to music to um social social justice issues i mean all sorts of things but i know there's a couple a of programs website. it's yeah. beautiful indian.org a couple programs this, we didn't talk
2: about i so. hate this phrase but there's something for everyone yeah <laughs> and you know it's, it's an overused phrase but it's true and just briefly cause some of my favorites uh, are book to big screen it has to be a great book and a great film oh, which wow. is not always the case and uh, so this year we're going to be showing uh, World According to Garp ah. and then Misery, doing uh-huh. films is my of favorite Halloween. Author. And this is in collaboration with Rollins College. And so they have uh, speakers at the end doing Q&As mm. about interdisciplinary kinds of things, about about books and about films and, sure. and, and, and just society and, and, and things of that nature, you know, um, uh, um, Color Purple we showed, it was just, it just has to be a great book and do, a great Do you
1: work film. with the person to, to, to decide on the films or do they? Um,
2: yeah, Rollins participates in the selection of the films. Um, we give them options. Got it. Um, and I'm pleased that they chose the options that I liked <laughs> <laughs> this year. Right. And then Science on Screen is a wonderful uh, series. We're on a, one of 24 theaters in the country to receive annual funding from the Sloan Foundation. And it brings to life science. Uh, it can, and they allow you to be pretty broad on your topics, like we showed this an example of. The Stanford Prison experiment. okay? I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that, but the, this experiment that was done in Stanford in the 1970s, where they split up a group of college students into prisoners and into prison guards. And within a couple of days, it all fell apart. They started beating their. I mean, the guy had to stop the experiment before it was over. So we had Dr. Zimbato, who was the director of the experiment, appear by Skype, for example. We did The Black Hole, which was a 1979 science fiction film, and we brought down at no charge from the Smithsonian Institution, someone from the Air and Space Museum, who um, was a black hole expert and a science fiction buff. Oh, okay, so, so cool. <laughs> all of these things, um, and we we always have one for the kids, which was Dolphin's Tale. Dolphin's and so tale. we had someone from uh, the aquarium in Brevard County come over and talk about do- So whatever it is, we find ways to um, bring those different issues.
1: Forgive me for this quick segue, but is there one fact about a black hole that you remember that you never would have known? <laughs> um, I'm fascinated with them.
0: Yeah. Don't or worry, you caught me.
1: Don't worry. Don't
2: worry. It, they it, do, exist. they you, do exist. Think about that. They do exist, but not the way in the movie. Uh, as, um, <laughs> okay. We'll I, have, a, I have
0: another tough question for you. So, since you have taken over the helm
2: of the engine, how many films do you think you've watched? Oh, I've wow. probably watched a uh, hundred films, but some I see like five, or, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm either, you know, bringing donors or uh-huh. maybe soon-to-be donors, uh, donor prospects, or I go with friends. I like, I go back to my friends and say, you got to come to see this movie with me. So I've, I've seen a lot, and I, I cry all the time. What
1: are some and, of your favorite films that are classic to you?
2: Um, I've been asked that a lot, and um, The Sound of Music is mm. my first film. Um, it was made in 1965, the year that I was born, and I fell in love with music mm. on... The very first time I saw it, I mean, it was just ever and to this day every scene is just a miracle. But I grew up in Vermont, and the Trap family settled in Stowe, Vermont. And my grandfather was very good friends with Maria von Trapp, and I bought my first pair of skis from a von Trapp family member. I raced for ten years on the Trap family lodge uh, cross country ski team, <laughs> and so. Um, you know, it's so funny when I was a kid and the, the family at the end of the film, they're going over the mountains into Austria. I thought they were going over the, the mountains to Vermont um, because that's where they yeah. settled. And the, wow. you know, the Trap Family Lodge is a thriving place to this day. So it was early on for me and then it made it, it was personal also. Um, but I, I like Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite films just because of the way it unfolds or doesn't unfold until the very end. Um, but I have to say, the sound of music changed my life. Wow. I, know, I know it's it's really embarrassing, but oh. it's, it's that's the such truth. a
0: great movie. Mu- <laughs> it's such a great movie. What about your, you, Mary? What's your favorite film?
1: Uh, well, one of my favorite memories is one of the first films I ever saw was Sound of Music at Radio City Music Hall with my family. We went into New York, and that's where we saw it with the Rockettes. Um, do I have a favorite film? I don't know that I do I have to yeah. be honest Wizard of Oz every year Wizard I could never miss great. it and, and to we this show day it every if it's year. Yeah, if yeah, it's, it's on I have to sit it's and watch it It's in my it.
0: top 3 mine are Wizard of Oz Mary Poppins and Gone with the Wind. Gone. I love. Ah. Have you? Do you ever show Gone with the Wind? Um, we
2: have not during my time. Yeah, uh, but that's my mom's
0: favorite too. So I need to. keep Every an eye year out we for show
2: that. in December Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and uh, Wizard of Oz, and it mm. sells out every time. I'm sure. And just just to briefly, and anyway, we do Mother's Day brunch and film, Father's Day brunch and film, Valentine's dinner and film, Easter uh, egg hunt and uh, Easter film. Uh, I said uh, we have an Oscar's watch party, which is incredible. We have a new year's Eve party we We try not to miss any holiday. We have thirteen films of Halloween. <laughs> we have Letters to Santa where uh, we show a film, but first the kids write letters to Santa and then we answer them oh wow um oh. as you know as Santa Claus, if you will, <laughs> but um kids just love it um, uh, I'm trying to think of what other specialty uh program midnight movies we do um quite often
1: and how about within our community um are there things that you're proud of that you were able to contribute uh, or stand up and say we got that in Orlando at any point the
2: film a film mm-hmm. um we had an exclusive nationwide exclusive for the Florida Project for two weeks mm-hmm. we had the grand grand opening of Florida Project at Enzion where say for D- Willem Dafoe the entire cast was there And it was such a thrilling experience to be in the theater with all the people who, because everybody was cast locally except for Willem Dafoe. And so Mm -hmm. this was a real local film. We also were given uh, about a 10-day exclusive on, national exclusive on Won't You Be My Neighbor because of the the connection to uh, Fred Rogers here at Rollins College and... uh, um, so I'm not sure that was the question. No, that, you know, that's was, Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. and I saw, I, I was captivated by the Florida Project. I actually watched it. I'd wanted to watch it in the theater and I didn't catch it. So I watched it on a plane and I, it was a, a two hour movie, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and yeah. I, it just, I mean, the story was so, have you seen it, Mary? Mm-hmm. You see Hello. it. It really, And because you're in the theme park industry, mm-hmm. it's so eye opening about what's, you know, the, th- the other challenges mm-hmm. in, in our theme park world out there and, and people who work in the, it really is a pretty incredible. You're, you know, you're doing some amazing things right now, David, but there's a, there's some cool things happening for the future, right? Tell us
2: about your plans. Well, one of the things that I I think this conversation illuminates <laughs> is that we are at capacity. Um, we also are a heavily sought after rental facility for corporations because we have a restaurant and we have this huge screen. So they do t- employee training. Or, I went to a uh, wedding there. Uh, and the it show? Show mine? I mean, oh, we yeah. are just full to the gills. So we are looking to grow just a little bit by adding two screens to our single, successful two uh, single screen theater. Because there's so many more films and ideas and series that our programming directors are just bursting at the seams. And we know that there's demand. This isn't growth for growth's sake. This is growth based on demand. And if we can have two smaller theaters where we can show different types of films and attract even more audiences—that's what we want to do. So we are fundraising uh, as quickly as possible. We're also permitting with the city of Maitland, um, to so the two are you know trying to come together at, at the same time. But we um, we really wish to add two screens and not huge screens. You know we're talking about eighty seats and fifty seats. Mm-hmm. Um, best to be able to show even more unusual or off the beaten track films that there Seems to be such a huge appetite
1: for When it. would you ideally have this completed? By
2: um, I have stopped being a, a procrastinator on that, uh, <laughs> um, because there are so many variables that go into it. But I'll just leave it at soon, soon, okay. coming soon. Is and if people want would.
1: to make a donation, they can do that online.
2: Yes, you can. NC on Forever is the campaign name, and it's to connote obviously that this. We are going to be here forever, and this is like our final frontier. I think it'll be another movie title. Yeah, look right in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, i started talking in movie titles all the time. After <laughs> myself, <honestly. laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh. Well, and when you go to the website, nzion.org, the, right on the top, there's a banner that says click here to yeah, say yes. Correct. We to are looking for community
2: support to communicate to the city of Yay. Maitland and city elected officials in the city of Maitland that this is important to not only Maitland but to Central Florida can
0: you also tell us about the Indian Film Society that's a way that people can be members yes, or? so we have
2: memberships at different levels uh-huh. um, uh, some not very much some quite a bit and you get ben- member benefits uh, associated with that one of which is being in, in the uh, the film society and mm-hmm. you get special so members can book uh, reserve tables in advance uh, which is a, a really big perk you know to be able to self-select your 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 where you're going to be sitting. What's um, the most
1: popular membership that tends? To?
2: Um, it's uh, I think it's the uh, contributor level membership mm-hmm. at six hundred dollars, but they go all the way up to twelve hundred dollars, and then you get uh, perks during the film festival at the higher levels and and, and that. I've
1: got to, to tell you, every time we've gone there, your menu is wonderful mm. and the food is really good. It, the food mm. is
2: good. Uh, I just had and affordable. Mm-hmm. I just had lunch there today <laughs> uh, with a, a sponsor, and you know. The food was. They just loved the food, and uh, um, so it is. You know, part of who we are. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Years ago, the first when I first moved down here, my friend took me to the Enzian, and it was a film with William William Hurt. But I thought that it was going to be Bill Hurt, or, or I thought it was a different actor. So the film was over, and I went, but where was where was William Hunt or? I was thinking of, uh, I, I can't even tell you the name right now. That's how bad my mind is crazy. But he, he looked at me, and it was Greg Trace. He thought I was kidding. I'm like, no, I thought you said that. He
0: said hunt, not hurt. Oh, like, oh okay. You're like, you think you would have gotten hunt right, right? I mean, you Well, do, you, do, or, know do so. you really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, what uh, what else about the Enzion that we haven't heard about yet? Is there anything
2: else that you want to leave our guests with? It's just a beautiful place to be um we call it an oasis in uh in Maitland and in central Florida, but certainly in Maitland you you can drive by it a hundred times and never see it mm-hmm. um which is great but also unfortunate um but um it's just a beautiful place uh to to work and to play and, mm-hmm. and it's just it's Unique and tickets are really affordable. Tickets
0: are only what eleven dollars, eight eight dollars for some of the specials. Uh Uh, And I know listeners that movie pass is a hot thing right now. So if you have a movie pass, you guys do take that, which is very cool. Um, So so many ways to go and check out. Um, to check out the movie. The other thing is, and not that you you know don't want to go there, not see me, but you have the Eden Bar where people can just go after work mm-hmm. and, and, and have like a happy hour drink or something. We do.
2: We're open uh, at 11 a.m., starting at 11 a.m., and we close at 11 p.m. on weekdays and uh, 1 a.m. on weeknights, and it is a hopping place because we have a, a baked-in audience, if you will, people mm-hmm. who are arriving for the films, people who are leaving for the films, but as you say, there's a huge cadre of people who go there just because it's a special bar. It is a completely outdoor bar. Mm-hmm. It's been named the best outdoor bar 10 years running because mm. it is. And it's we the- don't have any televisions on purpose. And anytime mm-hmm. anybody says, you know, we should we could turn it on, have some televisions out here. Absolutely not. This is for conversation. It's also a put your phone away kind of place. And when I bring friends there, um, and I'm sick of the, the phone uh, game, we, we stack our phones in the middle of the oh, table. Nice. And first <laughs> to break has to pay for the drinks. Oh, that's hysterical. And, uh, because I don't, you know, I'm a, I I love my phone too. I live by my phone. But there's just times like, let's yeah. not. Yeah. Let's, I need to play that ta- game more let's often. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah. You call me crazy. Let's have a conversation.
0: That's awesome. Well, Mary and I love the Inzion Theater and mm-hmm. you too can experience film food and friends at this wonderful jewel uh, in our organization and david thank you so well, much so for coming on and telling us all about it thank you
2: both for all you do your passion really appreciate is it. wonderful awesome. today
0: mary it's always a pleasure my friend thank to talk so about much. the heart of the arts in our community listeners join us back next week on magic 107.7 fm from yeah. the